Welcome back to the Owl Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Carpenter. Today, we're sharing with you a segment of one of our episodes of the Leadership Speaker Series. The Leadership Speaker Series is a bi-monthly virtual event featuring an alumni from across the landscape of Sigma Pi. This event is led by CEO, Jonathan M. Frost, who provides a strategic update on the fraternity, followed by an interview with the featured guest. An update on Sigma Pi Educational Foundation is also provided at the end of each event. I hope you enjoy this segment of the Leadership Speaker Series. I just want to introduce you to Brother Eric Cole. Eric is the Director of Corporate Sponsorships for the Indiana Pacers. Uh, he has worked, and Eric, if I get this wrong, please let me know, but he has worked with the Pacers before. He has worked with the New Jersey Devils. Um, he's also been with Indy 11, which is a soccer club out of mm-hmm. Indianapolis, and was recently brought back on to the Indiana Pacers to join their team in this new capacity and um, help them grow. And he is also, he's married. Uh, He already has one child and another one on the way. So uh, this may be a break for you, Eric, is to be able to just talk. (laughs) This might be the last time that I have some free time to to chat. So so I I appreciate it. (laughs) So Eric, I'm going to just kind of roll through here and just have some Mm -hmm. conversations with you, brother. And, and, this is being recorded. We're going to be able to share this with our undergraduates and our members. So I'm just going to start real simple. Um, what made you want to join Sigma Pi fraternity at Fair State University? Yeah, uh, first and foremost, thanks for having me. Uh, you guys asked me to, to come on here and chat, you know, gladly accepted, happy to, uh, you know, always love to give back uh, where I can. So, um, you know, for, for me, you know, going to school, so so I went to Ferris from, from 06 to 11. And well, when I got to school, uh, it's funny, uh, right before I even left high school, I had a, I had a teacher that said, uh, you know, whatever you do, when you go up there, just, just, just don't join a fraternity. So, so, so you, you could see uh, his reaction when I'm wearing letters in the weight room uh, during summer break when he, when he sees me the next year. So, uh, but, but for me, when I got to school, you know, it's, I've always been a part of a team. I've always been a part of some kind of sporting event um, or a sporting uh, team. And for me, I, I really wanted to, to be a part of something that's bigger than myself. So got a chance to, you know, meet quite a few uh, of the brothers there. And, and I'm, I'm still very close with, with quite a few of them still today. Um, and so for me, it was, it was a natural fit for, for me to join, uh, join the brotherhood. And, and so I joined actually my, oh, I think I pledged in, um, my second semester of freshman year. So I didn't waste any time for me. I, I wanted to be a part of something bigger than myself and, and join a team and, uh, and the guys of, you know, like-minded individuals. And, and when you were there, you know, cause you guys are fairly young and, yeah. and now here you are a few years later, um, just kind of what is one thing as we look and get ready to talk about leadership and, and what you've done with your career, what is something that you think that you learned by being in the chapter, especially a younger chapter that helped kind of propel you for after you graduated? 
Yeah. The biggest thing I'll say is just relationship building. Um, so, so we are you know, founded in 03. And so, and I joined 07. And so, you know, for me, I'm, I'm four years. I'm still, you know, when, when I, when I was pledging, you know, still had our founding fathers there. And so, you know, I'm, I'm having, you know, conversations and learning from them and building a relationship with them. But I think overall it's, it's the, the art of the relationship, uh, no matter what I've done, you know, in my career, it's been, you know, having to develop a relationship, having to, you know, nurture that relationship and, and maintain it. And, and so that was really big for me. And, and along with relationship building, it was all the skills that are necessary, right? Whether it's, it's the art of leading, it's the art of following, it's the art, uh, you know, being able to network and carry yourself in a professional manner. So, you know, everything that goes into relationship building there was, uh, was really crucial for me. You know, I, I, I think that's a key thing is a lot of people don't really realize it's, it's, I always try and tell undergraduates, it's not a lot of times how much you know. It's can you talk to people? Yep. Can you go up and have a conversation? Because it's a lost art, and I, I think COVID has expanded upon that. Yep. How, how do you see as a, you know, Eric, you've had a great career already. So could you share with everybody maybe just a little bit of your matriculation from college to where you are now and, and yeah. what that looked like for you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, at Ferris, I said graduated in 2011. Um, and from there, I came down to the Pacers. And so I joined um, in, in entry level ticket sales here. Didn't really know exactly what that was going to be. Um, but but I knew, you know, I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed that aspect of, uh, you know, talking to people, having conversations and being able to, you know, uh, put an idea forward, have someone else buy into it. And so, you know, I was able to do that from 11 to 14 uh, between entry level ticket sales and group sales. And then from there, um, and, and everything you said was correct. So everything you, you said about my past was correct. So I, I actually got connected um, through one of my mentors uh, to go work at the Philadelphia 76ers. So I joined that. I joined uh, HBSC in 2014 as a uh, entry-level leader and was there for about three years um, with the Sixers and then switched over to the New Jersey Devils, which they're owned by the same, same company. And so I was there for another year. So four years in total. Um, and then, you know, like you had mentioned, I, I am married and my wife's from Indianapolis. And so, you know, when you take a, a Midwest girl out of, uh, out of her house and put her on the East coast, uh, she's going to want to come back at some point. Uh, but we both wanted to come back. So, so I had a chance to, to go to the university of Notre Dame and, uh, and, and work there as a head or senior director and vice president of hospitality and ticket sales, uh, from 18 until 19. So about almost about 18 months um, that I was there. And then um, we really wanted to get back after the birth of our, our birth of our daughter, really wanted to get back down here to Indianapolis. I mean, this was just a city that we met so we love. Um, it is a very, very, very good sports city. Um, so if, you know, for those who have not been here, I would highly recommend coming to Indianapolis. Um, and so for us, you know, we wanted to get back. So I came back and took a leap uh, down to go work for Indy 11 and uh, the United Soccer League uh, here. And so never worked in soccer before, but hey, if it got me an opportunity to come back here, you know, it was, uh, it was a good opportunity. So we came down here was here about two years uh, in that role. I mean, after six months of getting here, that's when COVID hit. So, you know, everything hit the fan, you know, we were, we were projecting, you know, very high and, and, um, you know, doing some great things with the organization, but then obviously COVID shut everything down. But ultimately when I got back here, you know, it's, 
May was 10 years in the industry and, and, in, and in sales. And for me, you know, my goal in the long run is hopefully be a, a chief revenue officer. Um, and in order to do that, especially in the sporting realm, you got to have the ticket sales, the leadership and the sponsorship side of the business. And so the one thing I'm missing is sponsorship. And so for me, been able to network and build relationships over the past year and a half, two years to be able to just come back over here to the Pacers. And so, you know, lucky enough to, to get a job here about mid-June uh, to come back and start. And um, I've been here for almost two and two days. It'll be two months. And so I've been back here and, and been able to learn a lot and, you know, focus on, you know, bringing value to brands uh, here, you know, through the Pacers, uh, Pacers brand. What, you know, earlier, a little bit ago, you mentioned, you know, that you didn't know anything about, you know, soccer, right? It wasn't really your thing. Um, you were with the Pacers and the Sixers, then you go to hockey. Yeah. And then from hockey, you go to soccer and you kind of hit on a point that a lot of people don't think about. Um, if I I'm, if I can dig into your mind a little bit, yeah. it's taking those risks into some unknowns, right? Maybe something that's not necessarily your passion. So what, what would you, if, if, if we had a group of undergraduates right now, what would be something you could mention to them about why you made some of those decisions in your career that's now helping you get where you want to be? Yeah, yeah. So I, I look at my career path uh, out of kind of three, three lenses um, as I look at it. I look at first people culture and opportunity. And so if it's the right people that I'm going to go work for, work with and, and go arm in arm to, to achieve a goal, then, then, then checkbox. Uh, if the culture is right, not only just, you know, being able to, for me to be able to grow and to develop and everybody around us to grow and to develop, but also can I contribute to that culture? And if I can contribute to that culture and, and, and positively move it forward, check box number two. And the opportunity is like, where, where, where do I want to go? What, what do I want to do? Is, does this position help me with where I want to be personally and professionally in the future? And if I get all three of those boxes checked, then for me, it was, you know, it's, it's a no brainer. And so I always look at those three aspects of it. And so everywhere that I've been, it's been those, those three have, have been able to help me. Um, most recently, it's been a lot, you know, around personal as well, too. So, you know, when I'm young, when I was younger, I was, uh, I would go anywhere uh, now. And <laughs> it's uh, so talk about my wife. She's like, yeah, you can go anywhere you want in a 60 mile radius. It's all right. <laughs> how it works is we get older and start having kids. <laughs> and um eric you, you were talking about like what you learned from uh relationship building as an undergraduate and as you've maneuvered around when you and i recently were together up in indianapolis that relationship part is is also a thing that's helping you get back where you are mm -hmm. how have you found similarities and maybe some areas where you you've been able to work on of what does relationships mean versus when you're an undergraduate to what it looks like nowadays? Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I look at it like I still have relationships with, you know, people from college, uh, mentors from college and all the way through here or to where it's at now. But for me, as I look at relationships, I mean, it's it's being genuine. It's being, you know, authentic and, and creating those connections, you know, those people to people connection. I mean, that's one reason why I was, you know, recruitment chair, uh, you know, when I was in college. It's like, how do you how do you build those strong connections with individuals? And, and honestly, I think 
you know, I use that every single day when I'm here. And so whether it's personal, professional, collegiate, or, uh, you know, or professional, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, for me, like I, I really believe that that has helped me evolve to where I'm at now, where, you know, it's not only just building the relationship, but it's also maintaining it, right? Like you have, you know, you can talk to someone this year, but if you don't talk to them for three years, is it really a relationship? Uh, you know, so it's like, how do you, how do you nurture that? and do it in an authentic manner where you're not, you don't want anything. You're just, you're being able to develop that, that relationship. And, and, you know, you may be able to call on it or they, they may have you in mind when something comes up in the future. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Owl Talk podcast. To learn more about the leadership speaker series, just visit sigmapi.org slash LSS. For everyone listening, make sure to hit subscribe and please leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, I believe.